Hi, I'm Kerry. I'm the host of Best of Us Investors, and I'm going to do a video today on Amazon. I went back to my records, and I see this will be the 63rd video that I have done that had any relevance to, to Amazon, and that first one was done in September the 7th in uh, 2018 when I was very involved in real estate, and I was predicting that Amazon was going to make a move into the real estate business, and they made a move, and then they made a move out, but what I've come to realize is Amazon is probably the most complicated company uh, on the earth today. I don't know about the Tencent and Baidu and the other Chinese companies, but Amazon is very diversified, and this this video is very complex. Um, I believe that when you invest in a company, and it is a privilege that you get to invest in other co in companies that that um, change the way world we live in, and Amazon is one of those. I honestly believe that Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are two of the smartest people that have ever walked the earth, and will change our world more than most that walk the earth. So I want to reach out to Jeff as this current CEO of Amazon and say, I'd like to interview you. I'd like you to share your knowledge, your experience with my viewers. I think it's a obligation on, as as a CEO and I as an investor that you give me access. Now, I also recognize that Jeff's going to give that position up on July 5th of this year, so not all that far in the future, and his obligation might decrease a bit. And he's going to be replaced by Andy uh, Jassy. And Andy's got a history with Amazon. So, Andy, uh, I would like to interview you on behalf of myself as a investor and as uh, 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 the, the my viewers who I believe that if you're going to invest in a company, you need to know who the CEO is. And that's going to be the thrust of my channel as I move forward is to learn more about the companies and the management of those companies as we move forward. So what I want to do today is tell you why um, Amazon is the fourth hold, largest holding in my portfolio, representing about 9.4% um, of my investments in my portfolio, and will continue to grow because I believe Amazon will continue to grow and will continue to be profitable. I want to dig in deep. I've done a lot of research on it. Uh, to try to get an idea in my mind is where Amazon is headed. So that's Amazon, that's an intro to the video. It's, it's an explanation of what Best of Us Investors is all about. And so let me share with you that I am not your financial advisor. I don't intend to be. I t intend to share my knowledge that I have acquired over the last 76 years, and about uh, 20 of those as a financial advisor uh, within the Ameriprise system and 
um, holding one of the largest um, franchises within the 100,000 Ameriprise franchise. Sold it in 2005. That's who I am. Now let's talk about Amazon right after this. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. We all know Amazon on the surface as the largest e-commerce uh, channel in in the um, in the world. Currently, e-commerce represents about fifty percent of all commerce in any form. Uh, and it's expected to grow to 63 percent in uh, by 2025. So you've got a 13 uh, percent growth factor there in just in e-commerce. Um, and e-commerce revenues are expected to grow by 50 percent. So in essence, you've got a 30 percent um, growth factor but the revenues are going to grow substantially. The average person spends exp expenditures exceed $700 per year on e-commerce. And Amazon is the behemoth in that. Um, and they've done it in great part through their prime um, capsule. And they captured me very early on. Uh, they introduced it in 2006, uh, for a $79 uh, fee, and I paid it, and I've continued to pay it, and I think it's up to $129. So just in that, you can see their revenues have grown substantially. But what they give me for the Prime, to me, I consider of great, a, great, uh, a great value. They have been able to expand upon their delivery of assets through their system of third-party fulfillment. I got involved in this with uh, my my Christmas book, um, The Christmas Web. That's that book that sets up there. Um, I wrote the book. I had it manufactured in uh, China. I had them shipped from China to here, and then I put a quantity of them in Amazon created a website and then promoted it through video and and my website and Facebook and number of things and created a an Amazon became my fulfillment center. Um, it was to me a very no-brainer activity. It took me out of the position of having them in my garage and um, basically putting them in a box and shipping them and taking them to the post office. It basically put the marketing of it in my corner and and gave me an avenue to sell the product um, through and, and the, the delivery of the product through Amazon. Thought it was a wonderful opportunity. Um, so that's what how that's one of the ways that Amazon has substantially grown their their business. Um, so that they then added to that Prime in 2011 um, Prime Video, of which again I use substantially. 
2014, they added Prime Pantry, and this was part of their delivery service and supermarket products. In also 2014, they added Amazon Music. So what you can see is they consistently built what they made available to you. Uh, now, they, and also in 14, they launched Amazon Now, which gave you delivery of your groceries within two hours. In 2016, they expanded that to 27 metropolitan areas. They also got into an agreement with Chase in 2017, where you would get cash back on any of your Amazon services. Um, they introduced also in 2017 Amazon Wardrobe, which basically said that you could buy any form of clothing uh, and have it for seven days before you paid for it or returned it. Um, in 2019, they introduced Amazon Fresh, which was um, uh, free delivery of fresh groceries to your to your doorstep. And then finally, in uh, 2020, they introduced Amazon Prime Gaming. So I want to show you this chart here that shows you the growth of Amazon Prime over the period that we just went over. And you can see it is exponential growth, but it leveled off. The red line I'm showing you is the penetration. In essence, they basically captured most of the market, and so their, their growth factor has slowed down as they penetrated the market. Uh, so right now, 77 of the people, 75% of the people who buy on Amazon are prime customers. So you you can see they have they have captured this market. I know it from my personal experience. If I want to buy something, I go to Prime. The only thing that Amazon has ever lost me on is Nike shoes. I only wear Nike shoes and Nike basically I think it was 2 years ago said they would not sell uh, directly uh, on on Amazon. That's the only thing that I've I've lost. They've lost me on. I just yesterday needed a black ink ink cartridge. I had the option I could go over to Office Depot or Staples, but I'd rather just go on, order it, and have it show up on my doorstep. I I am I I, I am shopping adverse. And I find that basically in everything that I do. And Amazon is my source. And I think I am representative of most of the people in the United States. And Amazon is now recognizing or taking this to the world, particularly with their uh, with their inroads into India, which I have covered in the past in other videos. Look at this chart here. And you can see the longer you are an Amazon Prime customer, the more you spend. And I am evidence of that. And I suspect you you are as well. Um, currently, 67% of U.S. Whole, whole, whole households that have 
internet are members of Amazon Prime. That's an awesome number. Now let's look to where the big profits are made at Amazon, and that's Amazon Web Services. Uh, they dominate this, and they dominate it by providing within Web Services two services. One is uh, infrastructure as a service, and second is platform as a service. So in essence, what they, they did was they recognized years ago that they had the infrastructure and the ability to deliver their products as the demand came for them. Well, as you might imagine, the peak demand came from November 1st through January 31st. And they had this infrastructure and this platform built to service it. Well, at, at uh, February the 1st, the usage dropped off dramatically. So what Amazon did was basically turn it into a utility and make it available at ridiculous prices, ridiculously cheap prices, and went in and captured that market. I want you to look at this chart here. This is comparison, comparing Amazon's dominance in the web services against its competition, and that is Microsoft and Google. As you can see, Google is somewhat stagnant, but Microsoft is gaining some on them, but still Amazon dominates that part of the business. Now I want you to look at this chart and the profitability and the margins within this business. The blue bar shows their growth and the red line shows their profitability. This is showing you that this Amazon Web Services flux has fluctuated from probably it looks like a low of uh of 14 yeah, 14% back in 2014 to up to uh as high as 30% and that is as of 2020. So even though uh, Microsoft is making some headways into their dominance, Amazon continues to hold very high profits. And it, it is projected that between 2020 and 25, this will grow by 17.5%. I believe that's a conservative number because what's going to enter into this is 5G and the the internet of everything. Right now, for the most part, the internet is the internet of human beings. The data that they collect, the services that are offered through the cloud, through, through uh, Amazon, Google, and Microsoft um, for people, for advertising, for for a delivery of, uh, of networks, of, of uh, websites, that is the, the main of it. But we are now moving into the internet of everything where that's, that amount of data is just going to grow exponentially. So I think the factor of a 17% growth between 20 and 25 is extremely conservative. And at those margins, they're going to be very profitable. 
Okay. So I, that brings us to what I think is one of the largest potentials for Amazon, and that is Amazon ads. I look at it this way. Amazon's ads, and this is a chart showing you the growth uh, for, of their ads product from 2015 through 2020, and you can see it's just blown through the roof. What does this mean? This means when you go to Amazon and you're looking for an ink cartridge. I needed an ink cartridge for my HP um, printer. I found that to buy a black cartridge, and that's the one I needed, for, and it was the HP brand, um, it was going to cost me, I believe it was around $66 for that cartridge. But then I saw in a ad that I could buy it from a somebody that I don't recognize the name for $24. Which one do you think I bought? Now, did I then go before I bought it and read the reviews? Yes, I did. And the reviews thus told me that the people who bought this off-brand over the HP were extremely satisfied. So I look at that and I say, if I'm a... I have a a off-brand product and I want to advertise it. Do I want to build a loyalty on Google and 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 Facebook or do I want to go right to where the purchaser is going to purchase it and offer them a comparable product at a lower price? I believe that's what I would want to do. So let's look at where Amazon ranks right now relative to um, to Google and Facebook. And you can see they are a minor player that is growing. But based on what I just told you there, where do you think the opportunity is here? Where do you think, it, particularly if you are dealing in not a national brand, but you are dealing, you, maybe you're a, a small entrepreneur uh, like me that wants to sell his Christmas book and buys an ad adjacent to the Elf on the Shelf um, space within uh, Amazon. Do you think that makes more sense for me than to uh, spend a, a, a a bundle of money trying to build a loyalty um, or a, an awareness on Facebook and Google. I think I know where I would spend my money. And so I see Amazon's ads business just growing. And I don't think that the world has recognized this. And we'll get to this as we get to um, our 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 projections on what the price is worth. Then let's look at Amazon's supermarket presence. I think we all know that Amazon uh, made a purchase of um, Whole Foods, and it was pretty much an experimental project. They have now refined that, that they have Amazon Dash Cart. What this is, they have these stores where you go in and your cart actually calculates the amount 
you are purchasing as you put it into the cart. And you get a readout on your cart exactly what you have in that cart and what the cost is. And then when you go out the door, you don't go through a checkout line. You actually, um, it totals it. You, you have set up an account with Whole Foods or whoever the supermarket is, and it bills your account immediately. Do you think this is something that uh, Whole Foods will adapt? Yeah, I do. Do you think Publix and Kroger's would like to have it as well? I suspect they would. Are they going to build that platform themselves? Or will they enter into a contract with Amazon to make it available to them as well? I think I know the answer to that. Is that just like Amazon Web Services? We now have Amazon Dash Cart in virtually every supermarket in the country? What about in, in, uh, in Target? Not only in supermarkets, but in clothing stores. What is the potential of this Amazon Dash cart? A cart that I can push around in a store and I don't have to go through a cash register, which means I don't need a cashier, which means the cost of running my store comes down dramatically. Is this something beyond just Amazon selling you groceries? I think it is. Have you figured that into the future price of what Amazon is going to be worth? Does it have ramifications on every shopping mall in the United States or around the world? Yes, it does. So I believe that is a, a, a reason why Amazon is underpriced. Now let's look at Amazon Gaming. Amazon in 2014 acquired, and I don't know a lot about this. I am not a gamer. Uh, Double Helix Games in 2014 acquired Twitch. In 2016 acquired Lumberyard that enables games development. I don't know anything about that. In 2016 acquired Gaming Portal Cruise. In 2018 acquires Game Sparks. I don't know anything about these. What I do know is my grandson is very much into gaming. Uh, so he is the next generation. He just turned 16. Uh, I know of adults who spend a lot of time on gaming. Have I figured this in to the value of, 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 uh, of Amazon? Not really, because I don't know anything about it. But I see a company who is recognizing that the potential is here and I need to get involved in it. Then I want to talk about Amazon uh, Pharmaceuticals. Amazon has made numerous moves towards the pharmaceutical business. Um, and, and, and in fact, my wife buys her eye medicine from Amazon. Amazon has tested a system in Washington State where 
they have created Amazon Care. This summer, they will expand that throughout the world. And what Amazon is going to do is become your, they're going to enter your world of healthcare provider and pharmaceutical provider. Now, a lot of people would say, okay, I see there's some profit in that business, but that's not really a high margin business. You're missing the you're you're missing the whole point. When they get into the pharmaceutical and the healthcare business, they're going after data. Understand what is the most profitable end of Amazon. Amazon Web Services. What does Amazon Web Services do? Collects data and then sells that data. This this is a gold mine that no one else has recognized and no one else is mining. No one has the capabilities that Amazon does to harvest this gold. Okay? So put that on your register as an added value and something that is going to explode. I look at that and I say, this is just like the supermarket thing. Ah, it's just the beginning of something huge. I look at Amazon and say, they started selling books and now they're getting into grocery carts. They're getting into advertising on the the best e-commerce channel in the world. They're, they're getting into the gaming business. They're getting into the supermarketing business. This is unheard of, okay? And you need to be a part of it. Now, what, could, what more could they possibly do? Well, you probably just heard that they spent uh, $8.45 billion to buy uh, Metro uh, Goldwyn Meyer, MGM to make, to add to their presence on Amazon Prime Video, to give me more choices. And I don't know about you, but the only thing I watch on network TV anymore is the news or news-oriented programs, such as 60 Minutes or... um, uh, CBS's Sunday morning. They are my sources for news and information. And when I want to be entertained, I basically go to Netflix, Amazon, or HBO Prime. That's about, and, and, and Nita likes uh, the, the, um, some of the Disney stuff. It, th- this, this is, once again, them taking control and entering into my life, and making my life better. Okay, so we ha- what are the risks involved in owning Amazon? Well, I think the biggest risk right there is I started this video by saying two of the smartest people who have ever walked this earth were Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, and Jeff is stepping aside, and I think concentrating more on putting his satellites into the sky and other things he chooses to do. Um, So again, Jeff, you aren't leaving until I believe it's July the uh, 5th. I'd like to interview you. I'd like as a stockholder 
to get to know where you see this company going in the future. And if, in fact, Jeff doesn't respond, I'd like to interview Andy Jesse. I think, Andy, you owe it to us to know who you are and what you're all about. And are you one of the 10 smartest people who walk this earth? So I'm going to ask you for that. Is there going to be a slowdown in Amazon Web Services uh, operating margins and profits? I don't think so. Because again, I just explained to you how web services are going to gather more data as we do into the the um, Amazon or the um, Internet of Everything, that that they're going to gather data as we shop with our shopping carts that are probably going to end up in every supermarket in in the United States and every discount store. Do you believe that Walmart will? develop their own shopping cart? I don't think so. They may, they might. Um, and, and, and then the other risk is, do some of these businesses collapse? They probably will. We, I, as I said, I did a video, they made an entrance into the real estate business and they shut it down. But Jeff basically says, and I agree with him, if you're going to fail, fail quickly and, and get out of it. So that brings us to profitability. Is Amazon going to sustain profitability? And is that profitability going to grow? Currently, as we measure it, um, return on capital um, employed, they're at about 20%. Return on equity, about 23%. And return on assets at 7%. And this graph here will show you how that has changed um, going back to all, all the way to 2006. And what has to happen, and you need to realize, this has never driven Amazon. Jeff has said from the beginning, we are not doing this for our shareholders. We are not doing it. Uh, we, we, and in fact, I think the, 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 the time frame is they were in business for 14 years before they ever showed a profit. They do show a profit now and they spend a lot of that money. And you can see it as it dropped from roughly 2012 to 2015 as they were making major acquisitions. And as you can see, it has grown substantially in all three categories. Uh, in in the form of profitability, so I am very high on on Amazon. This final graph. Let's look. This comes from Seeking Alpha. This final chart here about valuation, profitability, future growth, and um, momentum. Valuation. They get a D plus, and that is because. Um, over the period, this has never been a priority. This has never been a priority of Amazon. Amazon is more about, as I say, uh, adventure into new areas, make mistakes, but make them fast and get out of them, and then expand your brand. And that's what they are, they are, they are excellent at. And I hope the prior part of this video shared that with you that I believe they are. As profitability, as you can see, they get an A plus. Uh, 
And what I think is so exciting about it is their future is even brighter than their past. Again, I, I've covered some things that I are just mind blowing. The the, the cart that uh, totals your groceries and and your clothes and everything, and the data it gathers. The 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 move into healthcare and pharmaceuticals. The move into into groceries, into gaming. They, there is just nothing they won't take on because they recognize the real the real gold in all this is data. So the more they can do for you and make your life brighter and better, the more data they gain and the more opportunities they have to make profit. I overlooked their ads um, possibilities, putting the ad adjacent to where you're buying. This just makes so much sense. Why do I need, particularly if I am a supplier of a just as good a product, if not better, at a lower price, I want to Amazon, uh, 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 advertise on Amazon, not Facebook, not Google, not m- newspaper ads, not magazine ads. I want to be where the product is being purchased. Growth, uh, again, they, they give them an A-. minus. I give them an A plus plus plus. They they have so much growth potential. Momentum they get a a D plus because basically um, their valuations don't look that good um, to to the individual who looks and judges based on past performance quarter by quarter. But if you, like I hope this video has shown you, if you dig deep, if you come to understand what's going on in that executive suite and where they're going with no concern about how the stockholders and how Wall Street thinks about it, this this is, they've underperformed the S&P over the last six months. But this is a company you need to have in your portfolio. You need to put build a fence around it and at, a, at its price, anytime you can add to it, you need to add to it. I don't see anything changing here other than it becoming a more valuable company to our country to, and to the world. So again, I will ask Jeff and Andy, to give me a call. My phone number is very accessible and let's set up an interview. Okay. That's what I want to do for you as a YouTube provider. I want to tell you what I think the future is going to look like and that it's coming faster than you think. And Amazon's one of them. Uh, Biotech's one of them. 3D printing. I, uh, I'll be doing next week a a uh, interview with the CEO of Desktop Metals. I hope to do the same with uh, several other 3D printers because I'm just being lit up by what I see is happening around what is called additive manufacturing or 3D printing. So that's what this channel is all about. If you want to become a certified member, go to bestofusinvestors.com. Send me your email address and your name and um, I'll send you a link to our Discord, 
and that's where we do even more of this. Sorry for the length of this video, but this was well worth it. I hope you think so too. Be talking to you tomorrow.